Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. It's your handsomest host, Mikey. <laughs> and your affable host, <laughs> Rin Dog. Fucking affable. <laughs> That's laughable. You pick the word affable. What's affable mean to you? You know, agreeable. <laughs> Just, you know. It's like the, it's like a real base level compliment that you could give to somebody. I know. <laughs> he's, I, it, he's an affable gent. The only time that I remember it was the fact that you brought it up 26 times during um, our wedding. Why? Because you're I said, oh. saying like you're calling me affable. And this is, I'm affable. That's why we're getting married. Um, <laughs> I'm affable. I'm you're affable. Let's affable. do it forever. I just thought you were saying effable the whole time. And I was like, yeah, I am super fuckable. You're right. <laughs> that is why you're so lucky to marry me. We're in our um, in our van. <laughs> it feels so Coming creepy. Coming to you level. live. Super. For the first time out of our van. It does feel Really weird, mostly because I don't want to move the microphone. Oh yeah, and so okay I'm sitting very rigidly. <laughs> you are sitting. She's not even to look at me, <laughs> <laughs> and not rotating my head. Not like my head's attached to the microphone. The only thing, but... right? <laughs> she has a Britney mic on, folks. <laughs> so the only thing that's going to make it loud, I think, is if we touch this part. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like an that's arm. The that's the part that's right on my chest. Well, move it to the side. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, here she goes, folks. Oh, God. Oh, God. And she's turning the microphone. No, twist it like this. Like, push it this way. I also have tea in my hand. Oh, yeah. And she's got tea in her hand. We're multitasking. Um, I'll I'll have some patter to fill in the space here. Uh, <laughs> well, the other thing that, that I think feels weird about it is we're sitting, so we're in a very, like, secluded um, camping spot in a campground. But we are in the campground, and there's, like, we rolled up, and there's the the camp next to us. We just, there was nobody there. But we noticed there was, like, 17 kids' bikes, and we were like, <laughs> how many fucking kids are there? And so we're in this campground where there's all these, like, families doing their thing. And I feel like we're, like, a couple of um, aspiring child molesters, rec- <laughs> like, talking in dulcet With tones. With a murdered-out van. van. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the windows, or all the windows covered right now. We're recording. <laughs> I know, and we just came from... Um, like for all intents and purposes, the retirementiest <laughs> campground that I've ever been to. Yeah, it was so quiet by eight p.m. Totally, and everybody not was a child like, in sight. Yeah, and everybody was like on. These were all like professional RVers yeah. who like are on you if like your you know your your tent is off or something like that, or you've got like your poop <laughs> pipes going into the wrong. Well, thing. and people that have flags and stuff like that out in front because they're they're parked there for so long. Oh yeah. One one uh, couple said the ultimate social distancers or something like that. Oh, funny. Um, I didn't see that. And, yeah. Well, it's it's funny because we don't usually stay in RV parks. Like we, we'll stay in, like, state parks. She's blowing it over here. But we'll stay in, like, state parks and stuff because they're normally it's like beautiful and you can be out in it. And and then we'll stay in, like, uh, you know, the woods. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so it's funny to be in like an established RV site. We just were kind of like getting in late, but it's such a fucking funny culture. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a little Trumpy, but then it's also like kind of there's hippies. I don't know. It's like I kind of dig it. Well, and it's, there's this convergence point, right? Oh, yeah. Where 
they're probably all anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel that way. Yeah. It's a little, yeah. No, but I think it's, we've talked about this for a long time, is like where are the places in our world still where like people from the far left and people on the far right come together and like I'm in a lot of those places because it's like ski towns are mm-hmm. big like that mountain biking places because it's like oh you've got like the mountain biker yoga skiing crowd Craft beer. like probably yeah <laughs> searching for hazy IPAs and tribe called <laughs> quest and then you've got the ranchers or whatever that are, that might be more Christian or more conservative, and they all come together there. And it's so interesting to see people, how they relate, the conversations that they have. I think it's something that we need to, like, work on as a, as a, as a uh, country is, like, look at those places. Look at how these people are either able to or not able to kind of talk about things. Mm-hmm. And if it's positive, then extract some of that shit. Yeah, they're good little microcosms. I mean, s- state park campgrounds are is is a huge one that i hadn't thought about yeah no because it's like in a neighborhood you can like segregate yourself kind Mm -hmm. of like we live in a neighborhood where like if you flew a trump flag your fucking house would be burned down (laughs) yeah that's true for sure (laughs) or like passive aggressively it'd be organic egged or something like that you know (laughs) (laughs) there'd be biodegradable shit bags all over your lawn yeah it's that's real funny Sheethi, are we living your um, <sighs> ultimate childhood fantasy right now? We're Hell yeah. in a fort, basically. Totally, it's a fort on a fort on wheels. A fort on wheels. Yes. Um, and everybody's listening to you right now. And everybody's listening to me. Everyone's listening. You have the stage. Yep. Yeah, that's part of my my childhood dream. We're also like backed up to a gigantic sand dune right now. Yes. That goes down to a lake. God, this is the prettiest place. Like it's so of pretty. All time, it's so beautiful. Where are we? Um, Florence, Oregon, near Florence. Yep. In a just place called South of Florence. Yeah, Honeydew Melon Campground or something like that. <laughs> it's a state park. It's awesome. Jesse Honeyman. Honeyman. Jesse Honey- Honeyman. Honeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Honeyman. We took a hike to rival any hike that anyone's ever taken in the entire For world real. today. Totally. There was, you walked on the ocean. Yep. You walked in a sand dune. Indeed. You got to a lake. I swam. You were in a temperate rainforest, apparently. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful. And this was all in six miles. Yeah, it was crazy. And we, yeah, I loved it. I know. And this, so uh, this episode is brought to you by the uh, Tourism Board of Oregon. <laughs> right. Come here, spend one your money, big and what? Take some hikes. Love letter. Oh, to it's Oregon. so awesome. I really. Well, we're also on a part of the coast. We're kind of a little bit more south. Like five hours from Portland or something, so it's just a little further than we're usually willing to drive. But we came down for our ninth anniversary, which was yesterday. Yeah, and we're in. We're seeing parts of Oregon that we like have never hung out in, and it's dope. Yeah, we were. I haven't heard enough people talk about this shit. We were meant to be in Crater Lake, which is this incredible national park, but it's um, it's on fire, folks. Oh yeah, it's Snoop Dogg. Really, really smoky. We got there and it was saying like. That it was basically the same air quality as in Portland, so it was like beautiful and blue skies. So we like drove up there, and as we were driving, the like we have this like of an air quality app, and I opened it like when we were thirty minutes out or whatever, and it ju- had jumped to like unhealthy proportions. And then by the time we got there, you basically couldn't even see the lake. Mm-mm. Like so, we were like fuck this, and we drove out. <laughs> we drove out a different way than we had come in, and just so happened to drive the route 
directly through where like there's active fires going on now. Like we saw shit smoldering. We saw like eight billion firefighters and it was like insanely smoky. Like we had masks on in the van with the like, you know, recirculating air going. It was terrible. Yeah, it was intense. That shit is like being in hell or the like being alive during the apocalypse or something. I hate it. Yeah. You know what I don't hate? Is getting to hang out with you, first of all. Aw. Um been touching here, folks. She's literally touching me. <laughs> Not naughty places. It's just has just searching searching for a segue. Um <laughs> and I thought, you know what I don't hate is a good one. And I don't hate you. I also don't hate um our new um, data plan that we've just upgraded. To oh yeah, that I was Let's just talk about it. that I was just thinking this about because there was many moments where we, you know, were using data in order to find okay, what's the like campground we're going to go to? What's the direction we're going to travel in? Yep. What's the air quality index? And I'm just really grateful that we had an unlimited an data unlimited plan unlimited data plan in order to look for all those things. hell yeah and we so we recently this uh section of the show is sponsored by verizon wireless <laughs> they paid us 20 billion dollars to talk about them on our on our show because they we're allowed so us to upgrade to their popular. unlimited data plan yeah they as a gift to us <laughs> they let us upgrade to their unlimited program we've been we've been working on and if you guys ever follow how many gigs you go through because i bet you it's more than us we had two of us on a four gigabyte plan for years yeah we had like our fucking I had my um I you know the uh, podcast app, my Spotify app, all those set to Wi-Fi only. Like mm-hmm. I have I have not downloaded a podcast in the wild oh. for probably 10, 12 years. How good did it feel? Oh like I'm it like felt I literally illicit. Let me just say that. I just have my phone right now just watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I just have them playing constantly just because I fucking can. In <laughs> HD. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, just so many programs running. I just have ASMR background. programs with <laughs> people like shaving microphones and popping bubbles really lightly on, on with their mouths. 24-7, baby. Just because I can. I like that segue. So, yeah. So, uh, ninth anniversary. Yes. Fucking huge. Fucking huge, bro. We had a really... We had a really sweet day. We've just had a really... This is the end of um, what would have been maternity slash paternity leave. Totally. And so um, Mikey and I both, well, you're headed back to travel and work next week. And then I head back on September 3rd. Totally. Um, And then we're right quick into transfer date. Totally. September 8th. And I just think... One of the things that we have not really talked about a ton on the show, well, for one thing, because we basically took off from the show even while we took off this summer, but um, I think we might have mentioned it last time, but just I want to commend you um, on pushing us to take the leave because I think that it's something that when we tell people about it, they're like, oh my gosh, that's wonderful and amazing that you're able to do that or whatever. and. You know, it's and but nobody would question. Nobody questions when someone takes maternity leave. And I just think it's really awesome to set a precedent and maybe to talk to people about losing a baby 
any time during pregnancy is obviously insanely difficult, but especially a late, later term pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And you should take time to be in it. Right. People like and go you back should to be work supported, right away. Right. Yeah. We're in, a, we're in a position where we were able to do that. And yeah. that's a it's a pretty rare and privileged thing totally to we be both able work, to do we both work for ourselves and yep. so we were able to do it we have enough money saved that yeah, we could do it totally but it's but new zealand right mm-hmm. they passed um maternity leave after a miscarriage if you want to i guess i don't know what you would call it not maternity i guess but yeah grieving leave grieving leave <laughs> right sorry not to make funny of it fun of it <laughs> grieving leave wave of gravy um, yeah, we talked about this. But I think it's amazing. This, yeah, I think we on did. the last show, and it's really, um, I don't know, I, this this time for me has just been invaluable. I think yeah. that, you know, we both like our work, um, mm-hmm. and but there's also a lot of um, care and time and a lot of us that we have to pour into our work and especially you know I just I think also being in a uh, care profession there's you know there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot that you pour in of course and um and I think there's people that are also really good at then kind of extracting themselves from their work Mm. and I'm not good at that and so (laughs) so I just noticed how um the how different I feel right yeah um not kind of carrying around um challenge and suffering of other people and I've really I don't know. I've just felt really, really so happy and grateful that we've gotten to do it. Yeah. I mean, you also work with kids. Yeah, that was... So it's just like fucking salt in the wound to begin with. Right. And then you also just... It's what makes you a great practitioner. Maybe not the greatest business person, (laughs) but you like, you know, you work 160% on... The, on your patients, right. right? I mean, would you take too much? I would argue to say too much of your time thinking about what they're going through and taking it on. And it was, I mean, dude, the I think I think it took you maybe two or three weeks of the summer yeah, to, to like really in. chill into it. Because mm-hmm. when I saw it happen, when you actually like were like, oh yeah, I don't actively have to think about that patient right now. Yeah, you were just lighter. Yeah. So, and I just think yes, we're going back into work, which is stressful. But you know, but having this basically three months off and then going into a transfer mm-hmm. like you've been able to like eat what you want we've been cooking tons of you've been cooking tons of great food i've been cooking kind of my normal butter soaked cheese um <laughs> with top of pepperoni you know but the uh but you've been cooking such like amazing meals we've been chopping at the farmer's market we've been outside in the sun like your body is so ready to be a mama right now yeah hell yeah yeah we've um we're on the road finished up antibiotics finished up yeah birth control finished up antibiotics this is all a part of IVF for those of you that don't know um different clinics do it differently but you're on birth control so they can sort of control your cycle they let you know when they want you to come off antibiotics are part of things just in case there's some like errant infection somewhere I guess. right 
And they're so burly. You, you go on doxycycline for 10 days and then again for another four days before the transfer, which is wild. And I had to go through, I had to take the doxycycline before I gave my- Your sperm the sample. The only part of uh, IVF that I've been involved in. Yes. Yeah. Every Slow clap for Mikey, everybody. <laughs> Can we get that? Hey, just a moment of silence. Yes. For, for how much the men the suffer. And suffering. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I will say the doxycycline fucked me up. Oh my god, I know it does fuck it me was, up too. It's I, a weird real like shit. Um, feelings of frostbitedness almost like, on my hands. I get these weird um, moments of it feels like I've got like tiger balm or icy mm. hot or something on my hands. Yeah, I remember that. We got yeah. that together. On my nose. We're it's also watching weird. the dumbest show in the world right now called Manifest. If you haven't watched it, don't. Or do it's so schlocky and stupid. Oh God, it's embarrassing. But, but like, I'm, spoiler I'm alert: there's a dude that's dying on dry land in like the summer of frostbite because <laughs> of like this woo stuff that happened in the story, and it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> We've just been laughing. <laughs> no, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, but that's but, but you're um, ready. Yeah, and then starts uh, estrogen mm. injections. So these are not belly injections. These are now kind of. Booty. Injections on the booty. Boop, I think we called boop, it haunches the last time. Ooh, I was calling it um, the gunslingers. The gunslingers. Like it's where your guns yeah. are if you're going to pull a gun in the mm-hmm. Old West. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the Old West if they had IVF. Ew. Like no other technology. <laughs> they just had IVF. Just IVF. <laughs> like, wow, I don't Everything know how else we're was able exactly the yeah, same. They're doing the ultrasounds and stuff. Like, I don't know why we have this. $35,000 ultrasound, $135,000 ultrasound machine, but right. and we don't have clean drinking water. But, right. Yeah, people are like dying butthole. of dysentery every day. But I just, all I can think about with the Old West and kind of any time before like 1960 is just, I just think about how much people's butt smelled. Ooh, yeah. Like how many people in the Old West just smelled like rancid BO mm-hmm. and then a little bit of butt smell? Mm-hmm. O- almost all of them. Yeah, I I I think you're right. And I know there was rivers and stuff then, but like yeah. they hadn't really perfected, hey, you need to put some soap on that <laughs> like daily. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval times and like those fucking I watch Game of Thrones and all I can think about is everybody has a fucking uh, va- bacterial vaginosis vaginosis. <laughs> is that is it? Bacterial vaginosis. Yep, vaginosis. Yep. And then everybody just has like Ew, but yeah, and lots of STIs floating around. Oh, tons of those, totally. Yeah, yeah. ugh, God, I don't even want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. And no say we dirty did. butts or STIs in here. Ew. I mean, I do kind of have a dirty butt. That's Gross, dude. I haven't showered. I swim. No shower I just swim in a lake, and Rindog needs to just pull it together and just jump in the lake. I know. Yeah, should we do that? Mm. Let's see how much how much time we've given people here. Is there anything else we need to tell anybody? <laughs> That's been twenty minutes or so. Yeah. I love it. I'm like falling asleep in the van. It's so comfortable. I know it's real cozy in here. We've got a we, good life. You we do. Know. I love you. Okay. We're um we've been floating the thought of starting another podcast. Um, because of this, this podcast is so wonderful and the people that listen are amazing. But I also have a lot of people in my orbit and um, our world that I don't think listen because it's like too specific. So we were thinking about having like starting a podcast, like a fun 
food podcast. Mm-hmm. We are tossing it around. Yeah, and we have some great ideas. But, like, what would you guys want to hear? If you love us and you want to hear something cool from us, I don't know, let us know. Let's eat at MikeyandRinStayIn.com. Or you can put it in an Apple. When you give us an, a five-star Apple review, then just write it in the notes like, hey, you guys should have a show where you only eat lasagna um, naked. <laughs> and then just tell and us about And really slow chew it. Mm, slurp. Very close to the microphone. Yeah, glurp and chew. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let us know what you'd want to hear. Uh, and that show would be like just for funsies. Like we'd be eating. You'll Maybe it'll be more, even more dick and fart jokes. How the fuck is that possible? How is that possible? Well, it could just be chock-a-block. It could be lasagna dicks. Maybe the lasagna is made of dicks and farts. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It's yummy. Um, but, yeah, that's all we got. Yeah. Holler at us. Um, we love you guys. We're going to be at home a lot more now because we're starting back to our, our regular lives. So I think the podcast will be coming out more. Yeah, it's true. We'll definitely keep you updated. Um, this first, you know, month six weeks mm-hmm. um is really the kind of like rapid development on both baby end if i do get pregnant and also just we find out a lot of information pretty quickly so i'll do the transfer on the 8th and then on the 17th is uh my first blood test to find out if i'm pregnant yeah and One- i gotta say i am I'm terrified. <laughs> I really am yeah. feeling like um, so much more nervous than the last time. So much more nervous. Yeah. I know we talked about this last episode, you know, and you asked me if I was, because I said I was feeling great about it. You're yeah. Like, I'm feeling great. And I think I've, um, I don't know, I think I've thrown up a bunch of armor and and also kind of an argument that, we went through kind of the worst thing, one of the worst things that you can go through. Like we, and we fucking handled it and our relationships even like better for it. Um, but I think there's, I'm more, way more afraid than I, than I give credit to than I'm giving myself kind of space for right now because it's, I don't know. I've just decided to go in with like the power of positivity, but it's scary as shit, dude. I know. I was going to ask you to sprinkle some of your positivity potpourri on me well and i i've got it dude i mean i'm like i i do think that like this is going to be awesome it's going to be easy and it's just going to be like what the pregnancy always should have been and what i hope everybody's pregnancies are like Mm. i think it's going to be that i really do yeah it's interesting because i've really let myself this time around entertain the alternatives of which mm. there are many. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last time I didn't allow for that. Um, yeah. Because it was like, I can't let anything else in my brain except for this is going to work and this is how I'm going to become a mom. Yeah, totally. And I think now I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm coming in with positivity. Yes, I want this to work. I'm, I'm, I'm dabbling in that. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> what positivity I feel like I can muster. But then I also have thought, what does it look like mm. for us to adopt? And I've actually like gotten on the internet and started looking at that. 
what does it look like to foster an older kid or like older parents would that be something that we could do what does it look like to be childless and yeah that actually feels um i don't know expansive in some way to look at all those things yeah yeah i mean it does also like it doesn't pigeonhole you know i think there's some way to look at ivf like the commitment the time commitment the money commitment the like mm-hmm. all the kind of like the the power that you give over to the people that are doing it you're like this is the this is the way this is the only way mm-hmm. when in fact there's like a million different versions of us in the future yeah yeah and we, do you want to adopt 55 dachshunds yes and live on an island yes oh, i literally can't <laughs> think of anything i'd want more see yeah, just have a dog island where we just love like three-legged dogs and blind dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, it does take some of the power back, right? Because it, you know, I think that I can get a little bit into a mm, victimy loop or something. Sure. And um, it's actually I have made the choice to do IVF. I have made the choice to get on hormones and, um, and do all of these things. It's fucking powerful, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know that sometimes I think it's gotten lost on me in the four years that we've been walking. That it's your choice or that it's a powerful place to stand in. I, it's hard to feel that way because it does feel like you're, it's like, begging or something mm-hmm. it feels like you're like i'm doing this desperate thing that's like the only option but it's actually no it's, yeah it is an option that we chose mm-hmm. conscientiously as mm-hmm. confident powerful humans you know right, right and it's been i mean and we did it once and it was successful right very much so right like you had a successful pregnancy until it wasn't right until we found out that we had to end the pregnancy in right. our baby's life you know like that baby was cooking along right right and ivf did that a thing that we chose right yeah we're just giving each other like the most powerful high five you've ever seen right now it's like <laughs> it did just echo throughout this entire campground yeah everybody just shut up because <laughs> we high five it's super high five a su five <laughs> shut up Wow, I know that we were ready to end, but I just Oh um, no, I love was that. Thinking, yeah, just thinking about that. Well, we haven't talked enough about how like we've been like where we've been at with it. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've spent the whole summer basically being like that's going to happen. It's going to be super easy. I don't even need to think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what gave Rinnie her second shot last night in the butt in the van. And that was awesome. First butt shot in the van. First butt shot in the van. I mean, well, <laughs> was it? What are we talking? <laughs> Bing bang pow zip. <laughs> um, jizz. But the <laughs> that made it more real. Yeah. Yeah. Like sticking a needle in your butt. I'm like, oh wow, no, we're actually jumping back on this motherfucking train, mm-hmm. and who knows where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Yep. But. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Love you guys. We do love you. Thanks for tuning in. I uh, hope that our um, voices massaged your eardrums in a way that was pleasurable. 
expedient and affable. Entertaining. Ooh, nice. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work there really, but I'm just ramming it in. Affable. Effable. I'm eff I'm affably effable. Or is it I'm effably affable? No, I'm so affable it makes me fuckable. Yeah, I'm, there you go. I'm effably affable. Mm-hmm. There you go. Done. My info nope. Let's eat at MikeyInnerInStayIn.com. Review us on Apple. Just keep listening to us. Yeah. And send us your what the food show you want. Well, like, what do you want our food show to be? What do you want to hear? What yep. would be helpful, entertaining, and affable? And super fun. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how can we fit in all of the jokes that we make <laughs> while whilst also eating crispy french fries and foie gras? <laughs> Let us know. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight, what's a van song that we can sing to? Cruising down, down, down. Well, it's got to be, it's got to be a Luther song. Oh, it's got to be a Luther Vandross song. Da, 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 da. Stay in, stay in. Yeah. Stay in, stay in, in the motherfucking van with Luther Vandross. Okay, bye.